The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get right into the episode this week. As I said in the intro, we're going to be talking about everything that I wish I knew as an undergrad, in my case, pre-dental student. So this is actually my most popular video on YouTube. It has like, I don't know, 30, 40,000 views. And I was just re-watching it because I wanted to share some of those tips in this episode of my podcast too and oh man is it so cringy to me like I just am so monotone and it's it's interesting I've definitely progressed as a speaker presenter person but I'm going to talk about those few things in this episode and then the rest of it's going to be Things that are pre-dental, I suppose, but more so just about life in general and being your best self and taking care of yourself because in reality at this point in undergrad, you're just getting started on a long road of life as eventually working as a dentist and you don't want to get burnt out now and you want to be making useful steps towards benefiting your future self. So you want to be building good habits, working on being your best self, and building up skills that are going to carry you to live a happy and healthy and successful, whatever definition you have for successful life. So we're going to start with the tips that I shared in that video, and then the next segment is going to be things that I was thinking myself, but also I asked fellow dental students on Instagram, my friends from there from different schools, to give me some of their ideas. So that's going to be part two of this episode. We're going to start with something that is oh so fun. Time management, studying, homework, tests. That's the first thing I want to talk about is your studying skills in undergrad and how they can help you or hurt you when it comes to progressing to getting into dental school and getting through dental school. So it's no secret that you need a good or good enough GPA to get into dental school. And that's the reason a lot of people end up doing post-bac master programs to enhance their application and then get into dental school. But if you can figure out a way to make yourself focused and motivated with school, I think you're going to be a lot more relaxed when it comes to application time because you'll be more confident in your skills. And if you figure out how you like to study in undergrad, it'll help you a lot with those core science classes in dental school. So you're going to be managing a lot at once now. And then in dental school, it's going to be similar and different at the same time. So you're going to have exams, group projects, written projects, lab work, as in like clinical dentistry lab work and quizzes and homework all at the same time. So it's a lot to think about, but let your undergrad classes prepare you for that. Try not to be annoyed with writing assignments or group projects because that still happens in dental school to some extent. So 
learn how to work in a team, learn how to delegate tasks, learn what kind of tasks you're good at and really lean into that and improve in the areas that maybe you're less confident in because eventually you're going to have to do it all yourself and sometimes it'll be group work but a lot of times it's going to be all on you. So keep working to figure out your best ways to study and what you like and don't like and then that can help you with some of those basic sciences once you start dental school. In terms of majors and classes, we can talk about that for a little bit. You can be any major. That's something to keep in mind. You can study any subject matter in undergrad and get a bachelor's in anything and apply to dental school as long as you have completed the prerequisite classes for the different schools you're applying to. And keep in mind that prerequisite classes are going to be different at every single dental school. There's going to be some overlap, but they are not the same everywhere. So you might be able to apply to these five schools, but the sixth one you can't unless you took microbiology, for example. And I think it is, in my opinion, the most cost-effective and logical thing to have some kind of science major because then you're taking the prerequisite classes as part of your degree requirements and you're not spending money on extra classes that you don't need for your major. So that's kind of why I think that makes sense. And then you can supplement with classes that you enjoy or classes for a minor. I don't think it's necessary to get a fancy minor or to double major or something unless you really want to. I took a minor that was kind of easy and interesting to me in entrepreneurship. And that allowed me to make my semesters a little less stressful. So that's the next tip I want to share is to build your semesters to try to be as manageable as possible. For example, I tried to make the semester that I was taking biochemistry to be more light. I only had one other science class. I had a writing history class and one of the marketing classes for my minor. So I could really lean in and spend all of my free time and all my study time pretty much on biochem because my dental school currently is one that looks pretty highly on how you did in biochem to see if you can handle the rigor of dental school. And I knew that, so I wanted to make sure I did well. In my opinion, and from my application cycle way back when, it didn't really matter if I wasn't full-time, quote-unquote, because I was taking 12 to 15 credits every semester. I wasn't taking like 15 to 18. I never took more than 15, and it was fine. I just graduated on time by taking summer classes to balance that out, and for me, it was more beneficial to make strategic semester schedules and do well and get a higher GPA than take a bunch of classes at once to show that I could handle a workload but then my GPA would be a little bit lower wouldn't have been worth it or get a high GPA but be burnt out and miserable also was not really worth it so how can you figure all that out Um, In my case, my pre-dental advisor was fairly helpful. They didn't know a ton about dental school. They were just pre-health in general, I should be more specific. So med, PA, nursing, dental, they kind of did it all. So they weren't perfect, but they at least helped me find the prerequisites for all the schools and then make a four-year plan starting freshman year of undergrad through graduation, all the different courses I had to take for my biology major, where I could fit in other classes, what kind of minors I could pursue, when I could take those classes. And at most schools, I believe certain classes are only offered certain times of the year. So it's really beneficial to just sit down and see how it's all going to work out and have a plan. Then you don't need to stress each time that it comes to sign up for classes because you already know what you're taking and what's available when. 
And you can do yourself an even bigger favor if you add into there when you're going to get your letters of rec, when you're going to take your DAT, when you're going to study for your DAT, when you're going to write your personal statement, if you're going to do any internships, externships, start dental assisting, do your dental shadowing, how many hours you want to get done each semester, or if you're going to do it over a break, or if you're going to start doing research in a lab, or if you're going to go on a study abroad. Like, I put everything in there, not just the classes, because it kept me at least understanding what my timeline was going to look like. And in terms of classes, I do want to say, in my opinion, it's helpful to wait to take physics until senior year because it might be a prereq for some schools. But for me, that was the most challenging science class I had to take as a bio major, and I did pretty poor in it. And I wish it wasn't on my application when I applied to dental school because I applied at the start of my senior year. So if I would have taken them senior year, Those grades wouldn't go in until I was already accepted, so it wouldn't have mattered so much. And I did poorly in the first one, and then took physics too at the end of senior year. So only the first one went on my transcript and my application anyways, but it's not on the DAT, so like just, I would say don't worry about it, even if it's out of the norm to take it later. I say take it later if it's something you challenge, that challenges you like it did for me, and that's something I wish I did different with my classes, but that's really the only thing that I would have changed looking back. And I know I'm mentioning knowing your timeline, following a timeline. One of the biggest things I actually want to emphasize, and it might sound contradictory, is everyone has their own timeline. And sometimes I get people asking for my course schedule, which I'll happily share with them or whatever. Or when did I take the DAT, which was after my sophomore year. Like that worked for me. But I have peers that that didn't work for and they did poorly. And they ended up having to take it later or take a gap year. Like everyone's on their own timeline. But flash forward a few years we're all in dental school we might be in different years but everyone makes it through so if you're going through something or you have some family situation personal situation things going on and it's just not working out the timeline you thought you'd have or you really didn't want to take a gap year but it's looking like you might there's nothing wrong with that you're gonna have your entire life to work and one day you will be a dentist and then you're gonna work till you retire You don't need to rush into something if it doesn't feel right or if you have too many things holding you back or you have something that might become a problem in your personal life or for your physical health. Like You can take things a little slower and still get into dental school. So let me be giving you tips and tricks that some will work for you and some won't. Don't beat yourself up if you aren't following the same exact path that I did because mine is specifically mine and no one's is going to be just like mine and yours is going to be unique to you and still equally great and unique and impressive to admissions. So I always like to add that in these kind of pre-dental episodes because I know comparison can be really, really, really stressful and toxic when it comes to the pre-dental space and That's one of the biggest, biggest things I want to emphasize in this episode is try to avoid comparison between like dental influencers, people you look up to and yourself, and then also your peers, people in your like pre-dental societies, pre-dental clubs, because you have something that they don't, they have something that you don't, and that's just how life is in all regards when you're applying for jobs in the future, like it never goes away. So trying to really lean into your own strengths, your own interests your own passions do more of that get better at that continue improving in your own stuff and that's really going to be what gets you into dental school and what makes you shine and what makes you 
a unique candidate to add to their class profile because they don't want a hundred of the exact same student. They want a diverse group of people with unique interests and passions and experiences and future goals as the way they want to practice dentistry because that is what makes them a strong class. So that's something I kind of wish I knew. I just tried to do like a cookie cutter approach and it did work out, I guess, but I just want to say it's not necessary in any regard. Like statistics and everything are there for a reason. You want to aim for that DAT, that GPA. You got to get the required classes, required shadowing, required letters of rec, but there's so much flexibility between those things that's going to look so different. So I hope that that makes sense. And that kind of leads into the next thing I want to talk about, which is your extracurriculars and your volunteering. So you want to have some kind of leadership. You want to have some kind of volunteering. You want to have something that is pushing you outside of your comfort zone and making you grow and become a better person. And you want to do those things consistently and put time into them. That's actually going to mean something on your application. One or two hours or something doesn't really mean anything, but four hours every month or once a week for one hour or one weekend a month for several hours something like that is going to make more of a difference or if you do something for a whole semester instead of just one month is also really going to make a difference so i'm not going to give specific examples because i want you to think about what you enjoy and what you're passionate about and find out a way you can do more of that whether it is leadership in a student organization or through a job or through volunteering or through research there's so many different ways you can pursue stuff that you love but one thing I do want to encourage you to do somehow is to improve your communication skills your public speaking skills your confidence in that way because that's something that every dentist needs some people are better at it than others and some people do more of it than others in the way they practice dentistry but at the end of the day you need to be able to connect with people have basic small talk and kind of sell something pitch something explain something teach these are all things you need to be able to do so if that doesn't come naturally to you which it really wasn't comfortable for me as an undergrad student to talk to adults. I wasn't really great at small talk, or at least I didn't feel confident doing it. And I've gotten a lot better at that, obviously. So I would say ways to do that is going to mock interviews, talking to people after a club meeting. If you have like a presenter that's a dentist, going up, just introducing yourself, putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation can really help a lot. Getting a job that forces you to be uncomfortable to talk to people to sell something like the service industry or I was a campus tour guide something like that that you're doing on a consistent basis not just one or two times again during undergrad I think is a skill that pretty much everyone going into dentistry needs and the sooner you work on that the better and our last thing for this first segment is look into ways to lower your cost of education so now apply for scholarships for undergrad apply for scholarships for dental school there are two main programs that pay for your dental school and you repay them with service as a dentist the first one is hpsp health professional scholarship program which is military so army navy air force and it's four years or three years and you apply and if you get accepted you enlist in the service you're in active duty while you're in dental school and you get paid to go to school you get a living stipend and they cover your cost of education and then you repay them after with three years or four years of service as a dentist to 
people that are in that armed force and you have different like bases you pick from and I've had some different guests on my podcast talk about these scholarships if you want to know more you can message me and I can send you the relevant episodes or you can just look it up and then the other one is NHSC National Health Service Corps and that is where you would work at a federally qualified health center for two years for three years or four years after graduation however much they pay for for dental school and again they give you a living stipend on top of covering the cost of tuition and then lastly if you don't really want to commit to one of those even after graduation you could work at a federally qualified health center and apply for a state funded loan repayment program and again not everyone gets them but a lot of people do and working in those public health settings often is salaried so you have consistent income you don't have to worry about production and doing a lot of work you just show up and do your best for your patients and they often have good benefits like actual medical dental all included versus in a private practice you usually have to fund that yourself based on however much you're making so something to think about something to think about in terms of where you want to go to dental school trying to find the one that's most cost effective for you if you can get scholarships from the school for merit or for financial need or if you just go to your in-state school like I did, that's saving me a ton of money, even though I don't have any other forms of scholarship, I'm still saving a lot of money comparatively if I went out of state or went to private school. So just try to be strategic about that because the one thing that's gonna stress you out in the future is probably gonna be money. So don't let it freak you out too much now, but ask yourself like, would future me be happy with this decision or am I gonna regret it? And I know you never really know, but I think just at least being aware and making sure you're not being too reckless or taking out more than you need. Like try to be smart with cost of living and live with roommates, keep your costs down. Remember that you're a student. Don't go on too many extravagant trips or anything are all ways that you can be planning ahead and trying to make your future life a little bit better. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, let's finish off this episode. We're going to talk about... Those things that my fellow dental students have told me that they wish they knew in undergrad or things they'd want to tell their younger self. So it's a combination of what they said and what I have to say. It's so easy to get caught up in the grind. I know you need good grades to get into dental school, but I'm telling you, if you create better balance in your schedule and you're more focused during your school time, you will be happier and you'll be able to make more fun memories to look back on. For me personally and this other dental student, she said, I wish I knew how to manage my time better so I could have more fun. And I totally, totally agree. I felt like I used studying as an excuse to kind of stay 
in my comfort zone, honestly stay in a bad relationship, not go out and socialize or challenge myself to do new things, like get a job on campus, join a student org that was just for fun, not for being pre-dental. So if you build your schedule with more stuff, more friends, more socializing, more fun hobbies, you're going to have less time for school. But you're also going to have less time to procrastinate. So the time you do have for school, I really think you're going to be more focused and do just as well, but have those fun memories to look back on. And that's one thing I regret about undergrad. And on a similar note, one of my friends that went to undergrad states away from like her hometown said she wishes that she went home and visited family more often because school will always be there. And that's so true. You'll realize if you don't take time to reconnect with your people, you can kind of spiral out of control or just end up in a dark place with no relief or feeling like you kind of lack purpose. So connecting with your loved ones, that could be family or other people, really allows me at least to feel more grounded and remember what's important in my life. You are becoming a dentist, yes, to help patients, but it's going to give you the flexibility to live the life you want to live and be comfortable and happy. And if you're starting off in a dark place or just grinding yourself into the ground, into nothingness, imagine like what what's next, you know, like things don't necessarily get easier or harder. They're just different. So you don't want to be always wondering like what's next. I Once this happens, then I'll be happy because I mean, I hate to break it to you. Like life doesn't get any easier later when you're a dental student or when you're a dentist, there's different good things. And like, yeah, I don't feel like I have to study as much. So maybe in that way it's easier, but there's so many new stresses and challenges too. So I really just want to encourage you to make the most of the time that you have with where you are and do your very best, but live in the present and try not to get too worked up about the future because you're motivated listening all the way through this podcast. Like you're going to do great and you need to have some confidence in yourself that you're going to get there. And another dental student said, and it's a nice way to end off this little segment, is that dental school is hard, but you will still have time to have a life. So keep making time for the things that you enjoy when you're starting dental school, but I think that also goes for undergrad too. So I want to make sure I leave on that good note that like, I'm not saying that life is miserable later and there's nothing to look forward to because there certainly is, but I'm just encouraging you to be present and make the most of where you are right now because you never get that time back. And I do have like semi regrets personally about undergrad. I still enjoyed it, but I feel like it could have been better, you know? So I want to make sure that you all are making the most of your time and still killing it, still doing well in your classes, learning a lot, but knowing that being you and being the best version of yourself and improving yourself and really defining what your goal is as a future dentist, exactly what you want your life to look like, how dentistry is going to fit into that, what kind of dentistry you want to do, where you maybe want to work, things like that really give you a more clear vision of what you're working towards. And I think you'll find that you're a lot more motivated when you know exactly what you want out of life and you're not just shooting in the dark that you probably want to be a dentist and you have to get this GPA. And once you're in dental school, you'll figure it all out. The sooner you figure out what you want, the better. And that's going to change. So don't be too hard on yourself if your interest in your goals change. But just having something that you're working towards, I think will give you a lot of peace of mind and a lot more motivation when school gets hard because I know it did for me. 
oh man, okay, these episodes of solo episodes, they're long for me to be talking. I get out of breath when I'm talking so much to you guys, but that is the end of this Monday's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it, and I will talk to you next week with a guest that we have, and we're going to be talking about going outside of clinical dentistry per se and talking about clear liners like Invisalign and how those can help a general dentist be successful. So thank you all so much for listening and I will talk to you next Monday.